0: It's time to delve in a delicious cup of coffee. Hi, hi! you're
1: just in time for
2: coffee. Somebody get me some coffee!
0: Want another cup of coffee? Good to the last
2: drop. Don't forget your coffee!
0: And bite into some tasty conspiracies. This is Coffee and Conspiracies.
2: Welcome to Coffee and Conspiracies, where a couple clueless college kids review fresh brews and debate conspiracy views. I'm your host,
0: Riley, joined, of course, by his co-host, Logan Reed. What's going on, everyone?
2: Um, And today we have a very fun, very special guest. Uh, We are joined by Nate Varney. Would you introduce yourself? Uh, Well, I am Nate Varney, (laughs) Um, as he just said. I
1: actually um, have a lot of experience with being on this end of the mic. I haven't been here for a while, but this is a very nice... Rewelcome, I guess yeah I would say so
0: it's been it's been a minute it's been a hot it's minute been a hot minute
2: yeah when was the last time you were on air <sighs> uh, probably September oh of wow
0: this past year yeah yeah
1: because I think it was your show
0: yeah I think it was I think you came on for a segment or was it Ricky's
1: it was Ricky's. yeah you came
0: on for Ricky's last show that's what it was Oh, I do remember that being, because I was there for that, and Derek was there to give him his stole, and yeah. yada, 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 yeah, I remember that whole thing. I almost cried during that, I'm gonna oh, I facebook Live that whole thing. Oh, yeah, I remember why I was there. Okay, yeah, that's exactly the last time you were here, was that. Sorry, I remember
2: Yeah, I mean, because you, Nate, used to do, like, a late show, like, yeah. a late radio show, right?
1: Well, I started off doing a very early show, like, I used to do a, I think, like, 8 to 11 or 9 to 11 or something I like that. I think it was
0: 9 to 11, because you had that, like... Overly complicated intro about yeah. your like coffee order. Yes, I'm, do you
1: remember? Do you remember that? I thing? do remember that. I'm the one that made it. I remember that. Do you want to say it? Because I think I, I it was, do you don't wanna... remember that. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs>
2: so, that's what I was asking. It's gonna say, "Hey, coffee!" It falls right into that's what we. I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a hot. I, I remember making that. That was probably my end of junior year, beginning of senior year when I made that. Yes. Um, my so head. that was a that was a hot minute ago because I'm in my second senior year right now.
2: Yeah, so Nate used to be a uh, a radio DJ here at WKWC. Um he's uh, a good a good friend of me at Logan's and uh, actually graduating with me here upcoming soon. Um like I I know for your late show, your like late radio show, mm. you used to do like a snack segment. Yes. Cuz I remember you telling me about that and I was like that that sounds awesome. So, so this is this the first time you've been back like in front of a mic like this for since September? Yeah. Long Jeez. time. Like 9 months something like that. 8 months. Uh, I mean, math is hard, but (laughs) hey, welcome back. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Today, we are drinking a coffee from Big Turkey Foot Coffee Company, which I'm pretty sure is local to Owensboro, where we're recording from. Um, It's their El Salvador coffee, and I got it mainly because the flavor notes said cherry limeade, which is really weird. I've never seen anything that said cherry limeade. sounded really good, so... Um, But today... We're, we're trying this coffee, but most importantly, we're going over a... Our last couple, like, last week's topic and this week's topic have been less conspiracy-y. Like, this one's a little bit more so. Um, and more like a hint of conspiracy um, along with the topic. But um, today we're talking about cheating in chess. Um, and very specifically, we are talking about one person cheating in chess. Uh, Hans Niemann, um, who, uh, I mean, this was back in, like, October of 2022. I think all of this went down, mm-hmm. or around that time. Hans Niemann won a chess tournament um, that had, like, $250,000 in prize money. Um, and, um, like, the person he beat, he beat with, com- I think, like, every move he made was exactly what a computer did that's built to win chess would have made, it was, like, perfect. Like, a 100% perfect game, which is very, very, very unheard of. Like, that's... Because you have to sit there and, like, scan what the
1: other person is doing, and then go, okay, this is the perfect move. This is the perfect move. How do you do that every it's, single
0: time? It's, it's really difficult to pull that off, because you can only sit there for so long analyzing the multiple options that not only you can make, but your opponent can make to counter you, what you just did. Like you could sit there and get lo- what I would describe as getting lost in the sauce. And then you have to make, and you have to make a decision because in chess tournaments like that, you have only an X amount of time before you have to make a move. Yeah. And then, or you get like a penalty or something like that. So it's, it's really impossible to do that. I mean,
2: yeah. If you watch it, dude goes fast too. Like, that, that's the thing. If he sat there, and every time his opponent made a move, he sat there for five minutes analyzing everything, like, looking over everything, no, yeah then I'd be like, okay, you know, like, I could see it. Dude just memorized, like, every potential algorithm on moves to make and figured out, like, how to do this. But, I mean, like, if you watch him, he's going fast. So, naturally, when there's that much money on the line and somebody wins that, with that level of perfection, um, people get concerned. Right. So, um, world champion Magnus Carlsen, uh, like after this happened, world champion Magnus Carlsen, who's, I guess like this super big person in the world of chess tournaments. Um, he withdrew from a tournament after losing to Neiman. Like, like just, he lost to, lost to the guy who was still playing with computer like perfection. And, just basically it was like, instead of playing against you again, I'm quitting the entire tournament and quit the tournament. Wow. Because Yeah. It, it was like, like, he still had a chance to be able to pull stuff off, but he was like, I'm not going to play against you again. I'm quitting the entire tournament. That's some so, like
0: Bobby Fisher level. He knew. Like, like insanity. He knew.
2: Like, okay. So from everything I've seen, right. There's, there's two sides to it. There's people who are like, yes, Carlson was right like why would you play against a cheater like that his best option was to withdraw and let them investigate the other side of it is like wow this dude is so full of himself and thinks he's so good at chess that he's going to quit the first time he loses like in one of these um and so like there's two sides to it right but oh man does do people's theories about this they just run so deep um <laughs>
0: I, I I would venture out a guess and say that uh, Neiman was kind of just plugged in. You know, he was he was plugged in and ready to go.
1: You could say they were both
2: a little butthurt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, so there there's there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes because when we're looking at this, you know, a couple of computer like perfection wins, you could run it up to the dude really knows his game and accidentally fell into making the perfect moves because that's possible. Like that's really possible. It's
0: possible, but I would go back to it's highly improbable, and the chances, like the chances of that happening, are like the same chances, and not. I would say it's there. You're more likely to get a royal flush in a, a poker in a, like a Texas Hold'em game than be able to do what this guy did. Like honestly, but right. like
2: every game he was in,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, too. like that's it'd be
2: different. It was like one or two. Well, I don't know if it was every game, but it was the important ones. Right. See, that's, and that's another thing too. Therein lies the rub. So, um, some <laughs> some people like were were you know getting very frustrated with this Magnus Carlson, the guy that uh, Neiman beat, and an outcry basically started where they were like, "Okay, this dude's cheating." Investigate. Um. So the first thing that they did is go to. I don't know if you guys have seen. Like, I'm pretty sure they're the number one, like the leading. Um, digital chess company in the world. It's like chess.com. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very big company. Um, so Neiman used chess.com. He played on chess.com a lot. Um, they, did, they looked into the statistics and they looked into um, his game history and everything. Mm-hmm. Neiman cheated in over 100 games on chess.com.
1: How do, you, how do you cheat in chess.com? Wait, so, do you just okay, just that's look a up-
0: very good question, Nate. Thank you for bringing <laughs> that I up. I will tell
2: you exactly how you cheat in chess.com. I will not reveal my username in chess.com. <laughs> <laughs> so there are many ways to do it. There are very difficult ways. There are very easy ways to do it. The way that I did it, didn't do it. The way I did not cheat uh, <laughs> ever did not, in chess.com um, is you pull it up on whatever device you're playing. it. Like I'd pull it up on my computer. I'd open up chess.com. And then I would open up a game on chess.com on my phone or on a tablet or something and go into a single player game against the hardest bot that like they're un, uh, against their perfect game bot. Like their their computer that oh. will play. they so are just like, running the plays and going, what's best. every time my opponent makes a move, you make the move, I move make the that end. the opponent's move on my phone and then whatever the computer does, I do. I didn't do <laughs> <laughs> whatever the computer does I don't do so you're just copying no. it you're just copying it hypothetically,
1: that hypothetically <laughs> in that situation that's what you would do that makes sense
0: hypothetically speaking that, that makes com, a lot please of sense please don't please don't ban my account <laughs>
2: um it's too much fun uh that's fair well see because so I, I I haven't done that in like two or three years but um I had a, me and a friend used to play chess a lot um which I'm terrible at it again now like I've completely forgotten how to play yeah well but me and a friend used to play a lot and we would get bored playing against each other, so we go play online, and we found that some people online, um, this is not an insult at all, but some people online spent a, a lot of time getting good at chess.com. <laughs> um, and I, we got frustrated, and we were younger, which is okay, and so we decided we were going to upset some people that we didn't know on chess.com. Um, so we're do. definitely blocked by people on that.
0: Uh, anyway... Who, if you are blocked at some point by some people on some video games, like are, are you actually living with life? Like you, you, you're gonna piss people off no matter what you do. I mean, so. I'm yeah.
1: definitely blocked by some people on video games. Like I get raged very easily,
2: uh, and I love know. taking it out on the opponent. We know. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've,
0: we've we've both watched you. I've I've sat next to you multiple times while playing Apex. Now I will like...
2: say, some people that that has happened against that I've been present for very much deserve deserved. Yes. Oh yeah, I, I think the second you start throwing around slurs in a game, <laughs> like at people, they have all of the right to start, you know, roasting you for every life decision they think you might have ever made. Oh, yeah. Um, Because some people, man, do they take that too serious.
0: So, coming back to the topic of Neiman and this game with chess, what are some of the theories that people have proposed of how he cheated? Or Before we get there. Okay. right?
2: (laughs) Uh, Before we get there, um, so, the statistics from chess.com, I'm pretty sure uh, also to finish up the slight tangent we went on, um, I'm pretty sure like there's plugins and stuff you can get, or like bots you can get <laughs> to analyze in a much more efficient way than yeah. just, yeah, there is. I would, um, I would assume so. Yeah, so
0: <sighs> something can be quite cheeky.
2: Now, that being said, um, the person who was investigating, uh, I guess, is Ken Regan. Um, who is like one of the leading authorities on cheating in chess, a professor of computer science and engineering at the university of Buffalo. That's Ooh. pretty cool. Ah, uh, yes. a fellow um, uh, yeah. And yet again, as we love to cite some of their information, because frankly, they, they put it in a pretty easy to read way for us college students. Um, NPR has, has a lot of information you can find about this as well as a lot of other places, but I'd be careful where you look. Um, so, um, Ken Regan, right, they found that, like, he definitely cheated on Chess.com a lot, which is like, uh uh-oh, he's a cheater. However, Ken Regan is cited as saying there is a lack of concrete statistical evidence that Neiman has cheated in any in-person or over-the-board games. Yeah, because,
1: like, you can cheat in Chess.com by just pulling your phone up, like you said, but you can't be over there during a game, like, with your phone off on the side, like, oh, you just did this. No, but there's been some whack (laughs) ways people
0: have cheated. Like, uh, the best example, like, I know this isn't a... Uh, I know this. So I was in Chess the Musical, which happened very recently, and there's a bit that we do in the show of the uh, Russian chess player eating yogurt during the match, and um, the American player uh freaks out because he's eating yogurt during the match, and he's a thinks he thinks he's getting signals, based on what moves to make based off the choice of yogurt that he makes. But like that's how like creepy that's how like uh freaky people get about this. Like there there have been hypnotists. And you know, God,
1: it's chess. Exactly, like, like,
0: but people take this game (laughs) well, super seriously. Don't get me wrong; I
1: love chess. Chess is amazing. So, chess is a brilliant game, but also it's chess. It's just a game. Well,
2: like it's just a game. Now, when things get you know dicey, like the total pool, like prize pool for a lot of the major tournaments for chess is like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right, like you can buy a house. Yeah. With $250,000. So if I got to hypnotize somebody to buy a house, like I'm not saying I would cheat. It's also <laughs> but I'm saying saying, I can I, I, I a under- little bit understand. It's like, also insane that the prize pool for chess
1: is like $250,000, but you can go and play Fortnite and get like $6 million off that
2: game. You, yeah. Do, do you want to you want to hear something even more crazy? Sure. Um from something I just found actually chess.com, nearly $1.5 million was awarded in the Champions Chess Tour. Wow. $1.5 million. Now, I will say, I'm I'm okay at chess. I've played people lately in chess. Now, have I played people who are good at chess? No, no. because <laughs> I'll lose. I have. <laughs> i played people I who are
1: also bad at chess.
2: Yeah. And I think I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've played people who are... De- I'm not saying I'm good at chess. I'm saying I know how to play chess, and sometimes I can win, sometimes I can lose. Now, if I was really good at chess, and I was playing against somebody who was really, really good at chess, and I lost, and they won $1.5 million, it's like... Man, that kind of sucks. I can understand being pretty butthurt about it. Now, if that happened and somebody was like, wow, he did that with computer like perfection, I would be like, hmm. He that's, did. Like, <laughs> that's like playing a first person shooter and seeing like somebody, you know, shooting people through walls and stuff without knowing they're there. And you're like, okay, you could be pretty good. You could be really That's good. That's also like, I've, but also, have <laughs> you guys you guys seen
0: those videos of like people, uh, n- like sitting next to a wall on, and specifically in first person shooters, like in pulling the trigger, and it like shows like where the bullet hits on the screen, and people will take like a piece of tape, and put it on their computer, on, like on their screens, that way every time.
1: I've seen people that'll um, make a little cutout like rectile, mm, rec- reticle. There we go, reticle, <laughs> and put it on the screen. And so it'll help with their hip fire accuracy with that, mm-hmm. huh. and it's considered cheating, yeah, uh, because yeah. you're putting something on your screen to help you play the game.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, did you mean rectal or rectangle? Reticle, like the reticle. You know, reticle. Like reticle of a gun. Reticle. Oh, yeah, it's like a like a little crosshair. You Usually, got you have like a dot and a couple of lines that that show you around where you're. Um, so yeah, well, like that, that's the thing uh, on the topic of cheating. Before we dive uh, too deep into this. Um, there's a lot of ways people cheat and don't get caught, but I've also noticed, like specifically in the topic of games, like online games, since we're still kind of on the chess.com sort of topic, there's a lot of people who don't cheat and get hit for cheating. Like, yeah, it is the most
1: annoying thing ever. Because it sucks being good at a game and people don't believe you. Yeah. I, yeah. I,
2: okay. So I and I know my chess.com comments <laughs> no. earlier do, are not conducive in, in, to this, but uh, that's not the right conducive. word. Conducive. Conducive. Thank there you. you. Go. Um. I, I play I used to play um with a friend of mine, uh oh, what is it called? Rainbow Six Siege. let me start it on. And Siege. we used to be exceptionally like I will admit, this was when I was finishing up high school. I did not have very many friends and I did not get out of the house. So much. you're one of the sweatiest So you're like fifteen. I was fifteen, yeah.
0: Still um, one of the sweatiest players on Siege.
2: I, yeah, no, I I sunk a lot of time into that <laughs> game. God, like, I remember being diamond we, level, yes. Like we it's... we sunk a lot of time, and we sunk a decent amount of money, you know, mm-hmm. like when new stuff would come out. Right. But, like, I mean, here's the thing. This isn't a diss on people who do that, because at the time, it's what I needed. I, I needed to be able to have an escape, and I was good at it, and I enjoyed playing the game. So so me and my friend, we'd play ranked quite often, and we were very, very good. Right. Uh, My first account, right as I was hitting level 100, which is... Not crazy high, but it's still a pretty impressive feat for that game. Right. I got banned for cheating. I did not cheat. I never cheated. I got banned for cheating because in a previous game, uh, we had been goofing off, and I was like, hey, I'm going to walk up to this wall, and I'm just going to shoot three shots. And I was like, I'm I'm putting $20 on this. Third shot, I hit someone. And my friend was like, dude, I'll take that. It's not going to happen. And I have a clip of it. I walked up to that wall. I went one, two, three. Third shot, I took out the last guy on the enemy team, and we won the game. Like, 100%. And again, I know my earlier comments about chess.com, <laughs> but, like, I used nothing. No cheating. I was also playing on console, which is significantly harder to yeah. cheat Yes, with. it is. But the next day I get on, and my account was permanently banned. And I went wow. to appeal it, and they were like, sorry, we currently don't have an appeal system. And I was like, well, that really sucks. Because yeah. I probably had $100 that I had sunk into, like, purchases on insane. it. So I... Got my normal so like. I that, used the second. I got my original so account up, and I was like, "Well, here we Same logic of go.
0: thinking. Could you possibly like? I'm gonna use the word extrapolate, but could you or not apply is actually a much better word. Could you apply that same logic to possibly chess? Yeah. Like, there's people who just like end up making a better move than what everyone expected, and everyone will go in an uproar. Like, could that have I possibly feel like it could be really used
1: here? into anything? Like Honestly. people just don't want to believe that you're so good at something. So they'll say yeah. you're cheating.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean and, yeah, those are just the haters and deniers and yada, yada, yada.
2: I mean, there's always like, I mean, sure. Odds really low, but a lot of people play chess. A lot oh, of people yeah. try chess. There's always the odds that a beginner accidentally stumbles into a computer like perfect game. Right. Like the, it's a possibility. It is. Now, this one, This is Neiman is, is a little bit different. Right. But it's always a possibility. And, of course, everybody's going to be like, oh, you're cheating somehow, right? But it could just be dumb luck, right? For instance, shooting the third that third shot into the wall, we win the game because of it. Right. That was purely dumb luck. I, I actively, the second I said $20 says and then said that, I was like, well, there goes 20 bucks." Like, I'm <laughs> sending my friend $20. And then it happened, and I was like, there is no shot. I mean, yeah, my friend saved the $20, yeah. I, immediately, <laughs> I, like, I immediately had to use that $20 to get the game again so I could play, which <laughs> right. sucked. But yeah, so I mean, and there's co- countless things, like you'll see streamers who play games getting banned because of their stream overlays, mm-hmm. or getting, like, they're, they're professional players for, um, there's a game I have a friend who plays a lot of, I don't really play it, but he also watches, like, tournaments for it, it's Valorant, mm-hmm. um, which astounds me because i'm not the hugest fan of that game um but uh there's like i guess this really major player who's excuse me uh there's like this major player who is i guess really really good and he uses an overlay that it's not cheating at all um it analyzes his like his shot patterns does not give him any information during the game at the end of games gives him like an accuracy meter gives him like here, like here's what you're doing. And it basically it's a training bot. Right. So that it'll analyze how he plays. Then he can go into training matches or, or, and, and like use that information to get better, which is not cheating. No, because it's not altering anything while he's playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like it, it's, it's, it's like that is,
0: you practice so you can get better. Yeah,
2: yeah it, it is. It's, it's like, um, if a, uh I I'm really not very well versed in sports, so I may be wrong here, but I, I can swear I remember seeing like um batting cages or, yeah. or like batting areas for baseball <coughs> where when you hit um, they're they're not like a full field but they'll analyze where the ball goes. And then when you look over it and you're training you can be like okay like here's where it's going. Here's my average area. Here's right. how I need to change it and then you train yourself to do what you're wanting to do. Which
0: goes into like the idea of like if you're training the wrong way like are you doing something against that training you're going to end up doing that sort of thing. Because I was me when I was a kid I was super involved in baseball um, and then my, but my dad and I loved playing like Wii baseball. Like we just, that was like our favorite thing to do together. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious about this. And so, you Wii baseball or like anything Wii sport related, you don't really have to do the full motion of what you're doing. And no, you be. Fl- literally, you just have to flick, <laughs> like flick the remote. <clears throat> I, remember,
1: I remember playing Wii bowling. Yeah, just literally you strike, just strike every time. Yeah. Right, exactly.
0: Well, we baseball, I always got a home run just by going just like just literally just taking my arm, just extending it forward, like not even swinging. My dad would actually swing because my dad's a purist when it comes to baseball. <laughs> um, and, he you know, he's like, he'd always like, he goes like, how are you beating me? Yada, yada, yada. And then I started <clears throat> swinging like that during batting practice. And he would walk up to me like, Logan, cut it out. You're <laughs> doing the, th- stop it.
1: I remember me and my friends playing weed tennis, and all you did was just swing your arm well, around. pretty forth, much. Fast like it was as aggressively as
0: possible. <laughs> um, so going back to the topic of chess for a minute, and Neiman specifically. Yeah. What are, So obviously, everyone, there's a side that thinks he cheated. and You yes. said there was a side that thinks he hasn't cheated, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. There's a side that thinks that he's just good.
0: Okay. Now, the side that thinks he's cheated. What exactly... So. do they think he did in order to cheat? Because again, there was many different ways people have tried to cheat at the game of chess. Literally so. there's an entire song about it in the musical. Like they're like you, the hypnotists again, so much, like so many things. There's so many things people have tried over the years to cheat at the game of chess.
2: There are many a theory. Okay. Um, many of these theories are, are like deep dives. Um, like, yeah, you're talking about hip, hypnotists that have been tried before, uh, which also I'll let you know. Um, I don't know if it's still ongoing, but at the time, it was a one hundred million dollar lawsuit. Like I'll this just, was yes, hundred wow. million dollar lawsuit. So like, yeah, it's just chess, but man, do they take it seriously? They take but it if the seriously. prize pool is two hundred
1: fifty thousand dollars, and you're gonna cost a
2: hundred million, well, for that, for the game that he, not the game he beat Magnus Carlsen in, the previous game that he had perfect accuracy was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Gotcha. This was in a in the tournament. Where like it was like nearly one point five million dollars would be given away. Oh. So it's not just two hundred and fifty thousand
0: dollars. Because he beat he beat Carlson in the World Chess Open, right? Like was I, it, it was because I, I was looking at it exactly. on my phone before we got really into and really into the topic of this, and it said like he beat Magnus Carl or like he won like he was most notably like like he was noted for winning like the open chess, like the world open chess tournament in Philadelphia. Like that's <laughs> what put him on the map so that might be the 250,000 one but like this next match that we're talking about was like the 1.5 million and so on and so forth again th- those are kind of extraneous details and maybe not necessary to the conversation but you know just to put it out there going back to what you were saying though
2: so yeah so the the game you beat magnus carlson on <clears throat> was online which which is the first thing right oh. it was online however they had video they had video of their faces hands and everything while they were playing. Okay. And so every time one of them makes a move, you see, like, like I mean, you can watch it. Uh, most of the time, Neiman's got his left hand up on his face, like he's just propping his head up, and his right hand will be up, he'll move it down to his mouse, click his move, and pull back up, right? Um, and, like, just absolutely wiped the floor with Magnus Carlsen. Which is pretty unheard of because the like Magnus Carlson is exceptional at chess. He, he's like one of the grand champions right. That means like he couldn't have just had a different device that he was reaching over and clicking stuff on. It's also if you watch his eyes are on the screen. the, the entire monitor time. like the one screen the entire time, right? Because originally people were like, oh, dude's got a second monitor and he's just copying. No, no, there's no way he does. Like if you look at it, there's no way he does. Um, and also like chess.com uh, does for tournaments specifically has, has like online tournaments does have systems like to detect if, yeah, like to imagine, detect.
0: imagine playing a game of chess the lockdown browser.
2: Oh God. I'd probably
0: lose. That'd be freaking hilarious. I'd so, be too stressed out. Right. I agree with you. <laughs>
2: so right. Like he's not looking at a second monitor. He's not looking at a different device. He's not doing anything with his hands. Like he doesn't have, I don't think he has earbuds in even. Uh, yeah, he has one ear, but he has it. It looks like he has an AirPod in. For by the way, for a chess tournament, like in the World Championship Series, he's got an, a single AirPod um, to to be able to listen. Um, but uh, and, and yeah, I'll also note: uh, not only did Magnus Carlsen like resign, he resigned on move two. The he second move.
1: Of the game,
2: the second move of the game, he resigned.
1: <clears throat> right, so there's only so much you can do in two moves. <laughs> I like,
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the one the one article that I saw when I was looking up uh, Hans uh, was that he like he won in three minutes after 12 moves, which is like insane. So well, but not uh, but not like unheard of. The reason is like
2: Neiman is not a like professional chess player like Magnus Carlsen. The dude plays chess like that is his life. Yeah, that is his Neiman, right. Not so much.
1: He's like nineteen or something like that, isn't he?
2: Well, Magnus Carlson's also young, but Neiman is fair, again. New he's to a, he's so a lot like Bobby Fischer. Bobby Fischer. The Fisher's reason one of the most Magnus Carlson resigned on turn two is because Magnus Carlson had an opener, a very powerful opener, that Neiman immediately did the the only move to counter it, which is wow. like, dang, like if that was luck, whoo! After the match, well, after the lack therein um, of a match, uh, Magnus Carlson was like. Right, super, obviously. super upset about it. And uh, Neiman said, like, in the post-match interview, Neiman, quote, I think he was just so demoralized because he's losing to an idiot like me. It must be embarrassing for the world champion to uh to lose to me. I feel bad for him. Uh, he also was noted as saying it was, like, a ridiculous miracle uh, that he guessed Carlson's opening move. Like, guessed what Carlson's opening move would be and prepared for it.
0: I mean, I gotta, strongly <laughs> disagree with that. You gotta statement. think if
1: it's such a powerful move, you would think somebody who is good would want to know how to counter that immediately. Exactly. I think I mean, just Beth Harmon it and then just take pills at night and just imagine see crap on the ceiling. Th- 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 like, that's,
0: that's like that's what I'm saying. Like there, you, I I strongly disagree. Like there's no way he lucked his way into you yeah, like know that If move, it's a powerful
1: a, move, right, and it's a powerful opener, a lot of good people are going to mm-hmm. want to know how to counter that. Because if you don't know how to counter a powerful move like that, then don't play. Exactly, <laughs> that's
0: exactly what I'm saying. Like, because even then, like a lot of people, there's only like a few people who take the game serious enough to actually study like methods of moves and different strategies. And like I, I know very few people that I, I know most people I know that play chess consistently just. Are good at it because they play it consistently and that's how they learn. There's very few people that I know that will actually sit there and like research strategies and know this and know that and yada, yada, yada. Like those people are taking that, those are the people who take the game like super, super seriously. Like I would assume like Carlson mm-hmm. and Neiman and things like that. Anybody who's in a tournament for money. Exactly. And even then, most people are there, know how what they're doing because again, they just have the experience. They've played multiple, multiple, multiple games of chess. So, like, again, I agree with you, Nate. Like, you have to know. Like, if you're going to... If the guy's going to open with the most powerful opener ever, you got to know what that counter is. So, there's no way Neiman... Like there's, I'm just saying there's no way Neiman locked into that. There's no way possible. But here's the thing. I go back to, did he actually know? Did he actually know? Or did he... Again, did he cheat?
2: So, the theory that got really big, because, of course, he didn't have another device. He didn't have anything like that that was, that was visible. A theory started to go around, which... I will note, Elon Musk got involved in spreading this rumor, which of course he did. Of course is he not did. surprising, but I just want to say the level that this went to. There was a post, and this is also not surprising, a post on Reddit, yeah, um, of course. also not surprising, <laughs> suggested that Neiman could have used a device that was not able to be seen by the camera to cheat. Um, now, there's been history in the past in all sorts of games um, of people hiding, like, devices, like, uh, on their leg or arm or chest that gives vibrations that they've memorized what vibration, the vibrations mean. So, for instance, in chess, you could have a vibration that tells you what piece and which grid pattern to move. Like, a certain vibration could mean knight, a certain vibration could mean E, and a certain vibration could be 5. You, you feel those, you know, move the knight to E5, right? However. <laughs> The theory, the theory says that Neiman could have used uh, an adult toy to cheat, a vibrating adult toy, that he memorized the vibration patterns and set them up and and like his um I guess his his manager controlled or something. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? I I
1: just love. Looking up Hans Niemann conspiracy, and the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I can keep going. Um, Point is, like, let's say the
0: first couple pages of the Google search results
1: <laughs> are are literally like the cheating conspiracy about chess player Hans Neiman. Like th- it, it, that, it is insane. That it has gotten this widespread.
0: Um, it's so widespread that it's uh, There's an article about it on CBS Sports.
2: CBS Sports. There's. I mean, NPR, uh, CBS News. Um, like it's, it's everywhere. BBC has it. Has a whole article on wow, it. Wow. This is.
1: I feel so bad for our descendants having to learn all this stuff, like they get in the chess, like, oh, I want to hear some, I'm going to read some history on chess. And they were like, Hans Niemann, that sounds cool. <laughs> the chess grandmaster adult toy conspiracy.
2: What? <laughs> at that moment, so, at
0: that moment, I'd be like, okay, phone down, computer off. I'm going to go play something else. Now. Yeah. Like, I'm completely disinterested.
2: So, um, the reason a lot of the vibration stuff like comes into play is, uh, I guess in um, like July of that year, a programmer uh, by the name of James Stanley proved that he could cheat in chess by using vibrations in his shoes. He had stuff in his shoes that would vibrate specific ways, right? So people, instead of thinking, oh, he was probably wearing, you know, shoes that vibrate, they immediately went to something far more uh, nefarious, uh, far darker. Um, so Mac- er, 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 Neiman responded to this with the... If out of context... The greatest and worst quote of all times. Here's here's the quote from Neiman. If they want me to strip fully naked, I will do it. I don't care because I know I am clean. You want me to play in a closed box with zero electronic transmission? I don't care. I'm here to win, and that's my goal regardless. So it's blown up. And, like, a lot of people who supported Neiman in going into the tournament as, like, a newer chess player. As the underdog. Uh, turned on him. Like, flipped on him. And we're like, yeah, this is exactly what's happening. It's got to be what's happening. This is there's there's no evidence for this, Um, no concrete evidence according to the concrete evidence according to the investigator. Yeah, like there there is no there is no fiber to this theory at all. Um, but I mean that's why it's like that's conspiracy theory. Oh, obviously. what, what do you think about using, you know, adult uh, devices to cheat in chess? I feel
1: like, uh, okay, so there's two sides to this before I say the, I'm going to say one side first. I feel like you would be able to tell if somebody was using that because they couldn't set steel. But also every picture of this guy looks like he's physically uncomfortable <laughs> at every moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, but not just during the tournament. Like, I, 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 it's not a diss on the way Hans Niemann looks, but like, he he does look uncomfortable in all of his pictures, which, like, in fairness, every time I get my picture taken, it's just me. I look uncomfortable, too, because I am. But... <laughs> I get what you're saying. But, like, it, agree, like some though. of these
1: pictures just look like he's deciding whether, the, like, the launch to nuclear codes or something like that. <laughs> oh like, he's, like, Ouch. on the, like the, the, the fence. Like, do I do it or do I not? Like, he looks so stressed. And I get that it's a championship, but it's also just chess.
0: Yeah. But, again, going back to what we were discussing here, people just take this, people take the game of chess, like, just very, very, very
1: seriously. <gasps> I mean, when $1.5 million in on the line, I'd probably oh, yeah.
0: Well, seriously I, I go back to like during the Cold War, especially like during the Cold War, and it was like the Americans versus the Russians. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was some; those were some times. Like yeah, there was I CIA and KGB everywhere, like everywhere they were doing so much stuff. All behind right, guys, the scenes. championship's
1: gonna be in Cuba this year.
0: Yeah, like there was so like they they had to they had to agree on the type of chairs. They had to agree on like the location. Like they had to like pick neutral sites because they knew well and. Like and like, because they knew like they couldn't go to just one place because then that could be seen as favoritism, quote unquote. So they had to split the match between like two sites or you know multiple sites or like, again type of chairs. The board that came in was like an independently made board or yada yada. Like it, it was like it was in there was an intense period of time back in the eighties during the uh, the World Chess Championship, but like this specifically, I would also think you could hear. If this if this is how we did it, you would hear the vibrations in the seat like he's sitting down the entire time not if it's feel,
1: far enough up there. Uh, oh.
0: But I don't think that like, OK, Ugh. but you still have to like
1: you also got to uh, think, though, if this thing is inside of in him, it doesn't have to vibrate that much for him to know that it's vibrating. you're
0: and you're not wrong. But I go back to the fact of like, if you ever seen I can't believe we're actually talking about this on an episode. And what I'm about to say, and I am sorry for everyone listening, but this has to be said. If you ever look at the structure of one of those things, one of those adult toys that, you know, go where it's supposed, where it's meant to go, <laughs> there is like the mechanism of how it's set up is that there's the part that goes in and there's a little part that comes out and like is the plug itself, I guess would be like the end of the plug. Again, I hate the fact that we're actually talking about this, but if you, so if you ever look at it, there is a part that is still outside of the body. And so you'll just imagine he's only wearing like let's say his underwear and pants like that's like that's all he's wearing and that's the only ways between that and the chair. And that that vibration has to come from somewhere. Now it can come from the actual part that's inserted, but the like actual generation of the force could come from that part that's still sticking out. I still think that if his if his butt's connected to the, you know, the chair, you're going to hear vibration in the chair. I'm just saying like it's not well, I, I, I guess I, I can th- see where you're I going.
2: Think. I, I think like a, a good <sighs> way to maybe talk about it without being so... Uh... Graphic? Yes. Again, <laughs> well, like, I apologize, you, but okay, I had no better way to explain that. If you that. have your phone on vibrate and you right. put it on a table... Exactly, and it goes off. It is so much louder, right? Yeah. Because it's like vibrating through the wood of the table. It's like—is that the conclusion? I, that's kind of—that's
0: basically because I'll sit there huh. on my phone and just in my front pocket. If my front but, pocket is like leaning against a piece of furniture, the vibration is amplified through the actual furniture connected. Like I've—I've I've seen it with people having their phones in their front pockets. I've seen people with their phones in their back pockets. Like I've—you gotta witnessed- think
1: though—if it is where people think it is, and he's sitting down and all his body weight is on that. I would think logically, thinking that your body weight would actually muffle the vibration.
0: I agree with you to a certain extent. Like that's not a terrible count. Like that's actually a pretty good count. Because the reason I'm, why your phone suggesting... vibrates
1: when it's sitting on something because it moves, right? And it no, shakes, right? Well, when you if you're sitting on your phone and it vibrates, it's not going to move. It's not going to shake. You might hear the noise. But if it's not a amplified vibration, and that's you're fair. not gonna hear it. No, that's absolutely because fair. like I said earlier, if it's inside of you, it does not have to vibrate that much,
2: especially where it is to feel it. So that's fair. I, I, I wanna really quick hop in and say I was actually wrong about the lawsuit I mentioned. It is a hundred million dollars. Did see that. The lawsuit is not against Neiman.
0: The lawsuit, lawsuit,
2: Neiman filed the lawsuit against Magnus Carlsen and Magnus Carlsen's company, Play Magnus Group, um, as well as defamation, I think the CEO of chess.com and the Grandmaster... Um, I'm not going to be able to pronounce the name. Like, one of the grandmasters, who I guess was a big part of this, um, accused them of slander and libel and colluding to destroy his reputation and livelihood. Wow. Because, I mean, okay, when I say Neiman is kind of new, he's the dude's also been playing chess since he was, like, 10. And uh, the money he gets from chess has been supporting his life since he was 16. Like, that's been his primary. So it's right. like...
0: Yeah, like, that's what... Yet he's still noted as a cheater. I just, again, I want I do want to bring that up. Like, he has he has the he habit has of, he has cheated in the past.
2: He has cheated in chess. game, chess.com games in the past that had a money prize. Which Ooh. also, that's even... Again, that's... Now what, the I, I, plot again, thickens. Exactly. Uh, things, things start to get, like, even more convoluted. But the, the, the wild thing is just, that's the lead. The leading theory is, like it's not things that are based in reason like oh well you can't see what he's wearing so he could have shoes on that have like mechanisms in them or oh like like you don't know if he has some sort of earplug that's like bluetooth connected to something that you can't see like there's so many logical and more likely conspiracy theories but instead
0: we're jumping to something <laughs> see i feel like he, i feel like there's something you could like have sit on the inside of your mouth before we <clears throat> jump to that conclusion like is, i feel is that too far off like i feel like we could i feel like something would have been would have been developed already like something can just sit on like the inside of your mouth or, like under your tongue or something that could like very subtle vibrations you'd have like, to be
1: very careful with that though because putting some kind of device in your mouth you risk like electrocuting yourself. oh no i <laughs> like,
0: you're, you're 100% like absolutely correct i'm just saying like i feel like a method would have thought up been thought up for that before we jump to the conclusion that we're currently like discussing through. So I'm just saying, but that's just how my brain works. So I I don't know if I'm off base or anything with that. Uh,
2: another thing to note, um he like after this he went to a chess competition. Um and they did a full body scan of all the contestants in the con- in the competition. <laughs> they did have him turn around for said scan and there was nothing. And he did really well. Like he still did really well. Um hmm. and beat his opponent in the first round. Uh, And and the uh, interview after the game said, um, quote, this game is a message to everyone. The entire thing started with me saying chess speaks for itself, and I think it spoke for itself and showed the chess player that I am. Because they did a scan. There is no... There is literally no way that he had a device that could externally communicate to receive a message of any sort that they would not have picked up on by scanning over. Wow. And he wiped the floor with this guy so, so that's maybe. that's where the other like the other side of it is starting to go like okay like no like maybe, maybe he's, he's just, a- just really good yeah. and he accurately guessed what his opponent's opening move would be like for magnus carlson i mean like it could just be he's really good also i'd like to know all the times he cheated for chess.com was before the age of 16 12 to 16 years old. You cannot tell me when you were 12 to 16, you not once cheated on a board game or a card game or a video game all, or anything. All the That's time. how I got so good at things. I was like, so yeah, I'm going to do it the wrong all way. All the time. Like, exactly. I did it the
0: wrong way, figured out what the right way was. I was like, oh, okay, so. Yeah,
2: because when you're 12, you do stupid stuff. Exactly. Yeah, because you're 12. Exactly, you're exactly. like, Right? So, yeah, he cheated in chess when he was, like, 12 to 16. Okay? Same. Yeah. 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 Like, I already admitted to not doing that. I <laughs> uh, cheated in school from 12 to 16, let alone chess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, same here. So, like, I just... Yeah, like, I'm that... already
1: graduated. I can't take my diploma back, but, like...
0: <laughs> well, I was like, but, like... No, but Riley brings up a very valid point, though. Like, at this point, maybe it's just, like, the conspiracy in itself is, you know... Oh, people think that this happened. Like, I can see this developing mm-hmm, into a mm-hmm. larger conspiracy theory, like, maybe over the, if, if it remains like prevalent. Now, if it does, the, the, and that's the thing about conspiracy theories that, like, they have to remain prevalent. Like, there's something about them that has to, like, stick or be like the, like, my best example is the Paul is dead theory. You know, Paul McCartney died in mm-hmm. 1969, the Beatles replaced him. Like, we're still talking about that to this day, and that was over 60 years ago. Right. Like that, because it was such it's such a, like, quote unquote, big deal. I don't see this lasting f- super duper long and it kind of just being fallen to the, like, falling to the wayside. But there is still a possibility that this could become a more prevalent, like, conspiracy theory maybe a couple of years from now. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts about that? Well, the Paul McCartney? No, no, this, this, this one specifically, the whole, the whole chess thing concerning Hans Nieman.
1: I, With what Riley was saying, I feel like there's enough evidence to prove that he didn't do it.
0: I could could agree with that. But I
1: can see where he probably had some help
2: (laughs) getting him there. (laughs) So, I I guess the the question really would be, well, uh, before we wrap up, uh, while Logan dies over there, before we wrap up our thoughts, um, I want to sprinkle in another kind of outlandish conspiracy theory. So... Of course you've heard, but uh, I'll ask it this way just for theatrics. Have you heard that John Lennon was assassinated in his home?
0: Yes. Okay. I thought yeah. it was outside of his home. It was like in the doorway. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. I, semantics. I know. I'm just. I just <laughs> got shot? Okay. <laughs> the man. The man is dead.
2: Yes. The conspiracy rests... is about where he got shot.
0: No, no, no. no I know. Sorry, I get caught peace. up in the details. That's my bad.
2: Yeah, I know you do. May he rest in eternal peace. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. John Lennon.
0: RIP John Lennon. Indeed. A,
2: a moment of si- no. Um, <laughs> uh, that yeah. Okay, so John Lennon was he was murdered. He was assassinated, and the person who was assassinated has been you know he's been caught. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he hasn't been. It was a setup. It was all an elaborate ruse. It was all a ruse. <laughs> it's all a ruse. So there is an individual who um, goes by the name Stephen Lightfoot. Um, who I just love talking about this absolutely <laughs> crazy psychotic individual. Stephen Lightfoot is convinced, to give you the quick summary. Stephen Lightfoot is convinced that John Lennon was actually assassinated by Stephen King in an elaborate plot with Ronald Reagan and, and was it Richard Nixon? It was Richard Nixon. Um, for Jews to take over America.
0: With communist subtext right? with so communist subtext for the record.
2: We've already got the anti-Semitism and all of that that's just blatantly on the table, um, which I I will say a a thousand times, we do not support these comments. (laughs) Not at Uh, all. Actually, all three of us are are members or alumni of a specifically Jewish organization, um, though not all of us are like Jewish anyway. So, dudes, anti-Semitic. Uh, we also found out last week that, last week or the week before, that he's racist. Um, and
0: oh, yeah. He also yeah. hates
2: gay people. So God, it just gets worse No, the plot going, is really right? thinking on this one. So, um, but he is convinced Stephen King, you know, killed John Lennon. He's convinced that he's being targeted for knowing it. He's convinced that people don't believe him because they're
0: bootlickers. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is such a unique, like, Attack on someone's like you're a bootlicker. It's like, okay, so it's odd, but okay. Um,
2: here we go. Here's uh, so I'm just gonna read you a, a quick paragraph from some of his footnotes. Um, that like which, oh man, the guy has some absolutely bonkers stuff yes, in here. Um, so here we go. Here's the first paragraph in the portion of his footnotes titled about my being stalked by FBI and local authorities. Okay. <laughs> Which is already like, here we go. (laughs) Not again. Not again. (laughs) To bring you up to date, I have been under assault from the police in Santa Cruz and Monterey? Monterey. Monterey, since I inherited money and bought a new website van. In fact, they wrecked my newly painted and lettered van in January... Excuse me. uh, In January of 2019, and tried to blame me for what their operative did in leaving me in the back of my van on an incline with the lever left in neutral. I had to jump into the front seat from the back section of my van to rescue it from plowing through a fence and doing who knows what damage. My dental operation was used as a staging ground to ruin my life. I made the mistake of asking retired SC police officer Bill Rawson, I think he meant to say police officer, but that's okay, Bill Rawson, if he knew of anyone who would be willing to drive me to and operate. Wow, so many typos in this one. Uh, to drive me to my operation, I would learn that his friend Chris Malsok was sat down by someone days before he wrecked my van to watch a video of America's worst accidents. After he did so, he was on video admitting, "I'll bury a car in a heartbeat. It's just an inanimate object."
1: You know this guy is crazy. When he came and go back and reread what he's written to fix all the typos, in I errors. know, right? Like this guy's like I need to get this out now. I need to get this you out. You know now.
0: That, that that's like, 100% the case. My my one hang up from that entire thing is the adver- or what wh- what was the term he used for his van? His uh website van, I think is what he called it. His <clears throat> website van. Yeah, yeah. Imagine ad- having to advertise with a van. Like it's a, well, it's not a terrible way to advertise, but like if there's so many better ways to do it than If you than remember, a van. if you
2: remember Logan from our previous discussion, that website van was actually his stalk and harass Stephen King van, if yes, we're really it was. to it.
1: So I can understand why it got vandalized. Like yeah, like he, do you
2: he literally like stalked and harassed Stephen King, would mm-hmm. follow Stephen King around his hometown. Uh, It a blatantly obvious van. Stephen King killed John. It didn't help help that, like, the way (laughs) He's not hiding it. No, no, no. The way way this,
0: you know, the meme where the guy goes, like, or the guy's sitting at the table holding his cup of coffee, and then, like, there's some controversial topic. goes, Change my mind. Change my mind, yeah. Literally, that's how this van was set up. He goes, Stephen King King killed John Lennon, Lennon. changed Changed my my mind, mind. (laughs) like, on the side of the van as he was following Stephen King around. Like, he could have made it blatantly obvious. You know, when Stephen King, like,
2: moved and I think tried to file a restraining order and everything, Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, shocked Pikachu face. Like, how could that ever happen? (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) he goes, it must be true. uh, Just just so that Nate can, like, to close this out, just so Nate can get a true understanding of how bonkers this is, would you like to tell Nate the number one piece of evidence (laughs) that Stephen Lightfoot looks to as to Stephen King committing this murder?
0: So, in, in the... Stephen Lightfoot has noted multiple times as the, again, this is number one, this is the number one piece of evidence as to why he is convinced Stephen King actually committed this act. When questioned about this fear, about, about this thing, Stephen King was noted as saying, no comment.
2: Yeah. He was interviewed and the, the interviewer said, did you assassinate Nate John, John Lennon? Lennon?
0: And Stephen King goes, no comment.
2: That's all he says. And so Stephen Lightfoot's number one point of evidence is he
0: won't say no. Like, like he I'm does, sorry. He hasn't denied it. Therefore, it must be true. My, my thought is,
2: <laughs> honestly, if I assassinated somebody and somebody goes, did you assassinate that person? There's not a chance in, in anything I'm I would ever with somebody. Admit I'd it. say, no, I didn't. That's but I absolutely think, crazy.
0: But, like, I still think going back to what we've talked about before, especially with, like, the Paul is dead theory any publicity is good publicity. So being asked this question and Stephen King being the way he is and especially the content he writes, I can see his brain being twisted enough to be like, no comment. No comment.
2: I just hope Stephen King releases some sort of horror book about him assassinating John. (laughs) What are your thoughts, Nate? (laughs) Okay. So like this guy is so,
1: uh, insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, the fact that, how do you even come to this? Like why I get that? Like Mm. it sucks. John Lennon was awesome. um, but why does he care?
0: Like, truly, why does he care? I think we talked about that last time. There was there was something that we had found that was like along the lines of why Lightfoot got onto this in the first place. I can't exactly remember what it was, but we, we, I remember we have discussed that before, but it was something again, super outlandish and like, there's no way, there's no way this is the reason why he cares about this. much. I even still ask that question every time we talk about this. I'm like, I still do not understand where this came from, where he I, found this and why he cares this much. I don't know. Like we're going to get to the bottom of it eventually, eventually yeah.
2: episode, like, like, like 70 <laughs> or maybe the one before, like we'll get to the bottom of it, but I mean. Dude's crazy. I really just think he needs a solid outlet to be able to hate Jews. Like that's what it sounds like. What like, is this? Guy I don't guy know do a better a way to put. Like, it. uh, probably hate Jews. Yeah, like, <laughs> probably just this. Like,
1: what? Well, I can't imagine working with this guy because all he does
2: is probably talk about this. He has a book.
0: Self-published book.
2: Self-published book. However, th- his site got hacked, and they turned off the whoever hacked it turned the purchase button off. So now you have to directly mail him $10, check or cash, and he will send you a book. Which, okay, now here's the thing. <laughs> I do not want to support Stephen Lightfoot. But I, I do really really want to buy this book.
0: I really, really, really want to read it. I just really really it. want to sit there and read it just so I can f- feel like I, I attempt to understand.
2: Which is great, because he, he has a comment next to like being able to buy his book that says, thousands sold, no refunds requested. It's the real deal. <laughs> Which is why I actually, I really want to buy two and ask for a refund on one, just so he can't say that. Right? But I don't I don't want to sit I feel, would feel grimy sending Stephen Lightfoot any amount of Anybody. money. No, but I, I really, really, really want, want that book. No, what I'm, you need I'm, to
1: do is you need to, like, get somebody else's money and then send it to him. Like, it's not my money. It's somebody else's.
2: Yeah, but he still gets the money. Like, that's the
1: problem. He's going to get the money nonetheless. It's, it's also $10. So What are you going to do with that? Like, buy McDonald's?
0: i was say like, that's like five minute chickens right there, bro. Like yeah, exactly. I I could, like I I could have a whole feast in an evening he can with ten dollars. Fill up
2: his stalker a, van. You can, you
0: can get like 120 pizza rolls
2: for ten dollars bucks, man. Yeah. Don't fair. underestimate ten dollars, okay? If you if you can make it work, you can make it work. Yeah. And obviously but this guy anyway, is making it work. Yeah, he's doing something. He's doing something. Um, maybe he needs to take notes from Hans and Eamon, apparently. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we'll go through our, our sort of normal thing here. First things first. Now that we've like finished uh finished our our coffee mm-hmm. on a one to ten scale and with a couple of comments as to why, what would you rate the coffee?
1: I would give it like a solid nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kept finding myself going back to it, cause like I I love coffee, but like I take my time with it because it runs mm-hmm. through me like a racehorse. Oh yeah. Uh, but like I finished this cup with like the first 15 minutes.
2: I feel sorry for you.
1: Yeah. I've been sitting here like <laughs> dying like Hans Nieman like it's about to come out.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. A nine, Logan. I'll, I also kind of, I'm going to go with a nine. Like this was actually really good coffee. Like I remember drinking it without adding anything. Like you guys know I add stuff to my coffee all the time because I just can't drink coffee straight. It, it doesn't taste good to me. But I, I took a sip of it. And I was like, and I had, I went back for another one. I was like, wow, this is actually like very, like I would probably drink. This is like one of the few coffees that we've tried over the course of the show. That I would probably drink straight without anything added to it. And then I added like a mix of hazelnut and vanilla, uh, vanilla, French vanilla creamer to it and a little bit of sugar. And it was still just like, I give this a solid nine. I was was very concerned
1: when you were like, it has cherry limeade undertones. Me too. Okay. And I took the first step. I was like, wow. I
0: did not taste the cherry limeade. And this is local, right? Yeah. 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 This is like local local to Owensboro.
2: Um, I got it at at my favorite place around here, a, a bakery. Um, if anybody ever comes through like Owensboro area who's listening, go to Nico's Bakery. It's really hidden, but you will Worth never regret it. it. Um, Amazing food. Best I'll say, turkey sandwich I've ever I had. I think for the first time ever, we have like a, a unanimous decision because I'd give this a nine out of 10 as well. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm scared to give anything a 10 out of 10. Yet. Yeah, I want something to blow like, my mind first. You gotta find like, the
1: magnum opus first didn't before I you can... give
0: something that's
2: already. I think I did. But I, I'm gonna give this a nine out of 10 for the same. I mean, it it's wonderful.
0: Mm-hmm, I agree. It's
2: nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, The the flavors sound whack, but they they fit so well. I mean, I poured myself a second cup, and I've been drinking it cold, which uh, why? Well, not cold. I've been drinking it lukewarm, which is fair, because I drink cold. Like I'll drink iced coffee, but like lukewarm coffee is the worst thing in the world. Agreed. Um, but this is I won't say it's good lukewarm, but it's bearable. (laughs) But it's wonderful hot.
0: Can we can we discuss the whole cherry limeade aspect of this coffee right quick? Yeah, we can
2: take a uh, quick
0: second. I did it. I, I'm going to say it like this. I didn't not get the cherry limeade notes from it. And I say that because there it, it definitely wasn't prevalent. Like, I didn't, like, drink and go, oh, I'm drinking a Sonic slushy, but it happens to be coffee right now, like, kind of vibe. But, it, like, it, there was almost an absence to it, but in that sense, that was the cherry limeade note. I definitely didn't expect it
1: to, like, kick my teeth in no. with right, cherry limeade, I. But it definitely had, like, an undertone of, like, a lighter sense to it. Yeah, like yeah and I, I, a little I, bit I,
2: of, like, just that smallest hint of, like, a tartness. Yeah, yeah. I got
0: it like, I, 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 it didn't hit as soon as you drank the coffee, but it kind of showed up, like, maybe, like, a couple, like, I'd say a good 20 seconds, like, after yeah. you would take a drink of the coffee itself. Like, it would show up, and you're like, oh, that's kind of pleasant. Like, that It, it really, like, I go back to, it's, it's my Spindrift example. They made something, like they made the the, the um, sparkling water next to a piece of fruit <laughs> yeah. and that was the well, flavor they added to it.
2: I mean, I imagine if they had the flavor notes as light and tart. We'd be like, oh yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. But the second you throw something like cherry limeade in, I mean, it made me buy the bag because I'm like, coffee, cherry limeade? Yeah. Gotta no try You have to find out. Gotta I mean, try. And, like, and you run through the entire
1: bag. Yeah, yeah you mentioned
2: before we started recording, like it's gotta be good because that bag's almost empty. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, oh, I love it. It's not it. a small bag Either. It's no, a it's pretty hot. big that's bag. It's like a bag. pound, two pound bag. I've, uh, I have a problem. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> know, and I didn't okay. get it too long ago. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, anyway, yeah, I got it like almost, I guess, like halfway through it It doesn't matter. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's a reasonable
0: amount of time, not, in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah, but I also have like other coffee. Like or it's not, he's not
1: just, no, I
2: know has. he has
0: other coffee. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times a week this man sends me, he goes, Hey, which one do you want? And there's like four bags. And I'm like,
2: Oh, that's usually before I narrow it down to. No, I know. I I want you to understand, currently, I have 31 bags of coffee in my cupboard. Now, I will say, six of those bags of coffee are like three cups total.
0: So Nate, when are we having the intervention? <laughs> anyway, I think this is, is the intervention. intervention? Okay, this is cool. His
1: scream for help, Riley. He's like,
0: they're overcoming Ye- me, Riley. <laughs> you need help, bro. I, this
2: is. I, I'm gonna dig myself into a further hole before we review the conspiracy. This is after I went and got rid of all of the bags of coffee that were stale, like that the that the beans had gone. Okay,
0: so before that, how many bags did you have? Like, how many bags? How many bags did you throw so away? So let's go
2: ahead and review the conspiracy. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, We'll start with Logan,
0: Logan. uh. (laughs) Um, On a scale of one to ten, as for the actual (laughs) topic itself, um, I give this about a seven Okay. for hilarity purposes. Just just the fact of what we discussed in itself is hilarious beyond measure because of the actual prospect of what it was. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, the fact that there's potentially someone who had something inside of him cheat at a game of chess and it wasn't a microchip and it wasn't a microchip and he's not a robot see i would say and i'm gonna be bold here oh
2: i'm giving this a 10 out of 10 now i think in terms of conspiracies or or whatever it's dumb but if you go back and listen through this episode of the podcast you will now knowing what the 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 true conspiracy of how he cheated was, you will realize that I don't think we went three sentences without a pun. Oh, a thousand <laughs> yeah, and For percent. that reason, I have to give it a 10 out of okay, 10. That, because the amount of fair. times that one of us would say something and we'd look up and the other two of us were trying mm-hmm. not to laugh directly into the mics, it's just
0: too fun. No, I agree.
1: It's just, it's it's two things you would never see together ever. Chess Agreed. and that. adult toys. Like, yeah. like it's so weird. It is but it's so hilarious at the same time because you're taking the most intellectual game that we've came up with with one of the most mind-boggling <laughs> things that we've also invented. Hey, whatever, you Humans get your are
0: team. unique, to say the least. Like we, we, We've put some things together that we really shouldn't have put together, yeah, and this yeah. is one of those Checkmate, things. Checkmate,
2: I guess. <laughs> so, Nate, one 1 through 10.
1: I would give it a solid 8. Okay. I love conspiracies. This one is like, I mean, it's not my favorite, no. but it was hilarious. Oh, 100%. is definitely proof to believe that he did do it. There's also definitely enough evidence to prove that he did.
2: Yeah. So let's, uh, let's be judge, jury and executioner here. Um, I don't think he did.
1: I don't think he did either because I feel like you, you would really, his mind would be taken off of it.
2: Yeah. Like if somebody were to ask me yes or no is the only answers I can give, uh, Did he cheat using an adult toy? No, no.
0: I'm also a no, but I can see why people think... Yeah, I yeah, can definitely yeah. see why people think that this is because I go back to oh, just to say again, I was in. We recently did a production of Chess, the musical, and I know nobody's ever heard of it, and that's completely okay because it's like it was like a musical that came out in the '80s. I heard
2: it was really good. It, it,
0: I, I enjoyed the entire time during the production. Like by the end, I was sick of it, but that's because I've been dealing with it for two yeah. months. But that's a whole different thing. But like, I enjoyed the story behind it, especially because it was a, it was about the Cold War, but in through the lens of Chess during the '80s. Like it was, it's kind of insane because most Ooh. of it was based off of true events, like mm. the the American character in the story is based off of Bobby Fischer, who is one of the most prevalent chess minds in the world, but now he's psychotic. That's all. Again, topic for another time. The point being... We should hook him up with Stephen Lightfoot. <laughs> right. Um, And Hans Neiman. And Hans Neiman. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is that during... I, I knew about this topic, before, and I was reminded about it when Riley brought it up, because during rehearsal one time, we were sitting there, actually, because there's a scene in the musical where the Russian player is accused of cheating by eating yogurt, and we were like, this is kind of, we were always kind of making the company, this is kind of ridiculous. Who the cares about yogurt? And Professor Gross just kind of pipes up and goes, well, I recently saw a thing about this guy who uh, used an um, a adult device to potentially cheat the game. And we all like jaw dropped or all of our eyes got wide. We're like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is an actual thing that happened. We lost it like in the middle of rehearsal. Like we we got delayed by like 30 minutes because we could not get over the fact that this was possibly a thing. So I appreciate the fact that we actually like did a deep yeah. dive on this and talked about it.
2: Well, it was it was a fun topic to talk about with a very fun guest uh thanks for joining us Nate and coming out a little too thanks early for in the having morning. me I think
0: it was so much fun
2: yeah yeah definitely uh we'll we'll definitely have to have you back on for something less interesting <laughs> but also more interesting um less more something yeah. with more anyway, stakes to it I guess would some be the, of best the little way. sX's in it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe three less X's um, <laughs> just, just a tad we also want to thank the radio station WKWC 90.3 for letting us use their platform and their recording studio it's been a super huge blessing uh, the equipment is so so nice to work with Agreed. and we also don't have to buy our own um, if you have any ideas for coffee or conspiracies for us to try uh, feel free to send them to the radio email with something in the subject line to let us know that it's for us Logan what's the email?
0: Panther Radio at kwc.edu
2: Um yeah and any any final comments or final words or anything Nate Um this was so fun like I've always wanted to do a
1: podcast and this just like opened up my heart and just like warmed it so much <laughs> through the right way
2: <laughs> all the right way Um you might be pretty good at chess Um <laughs> anyway Uh, the- the most important takeaway from every episode of Coughing Conspiracies is always the same. This is a simulation. Wake up, Neo.